0: Craig, it's almost Cougar football Saturday.
1: Hashtag beat L.A.
0: Beat L.A.
1: Beat. No, it's. Beat L.A. Isn't that how it
0: is? A, F U C L A.
1: That's more of a USC's thing, right? We we did that back in
0: 97. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 97, 99. I remember. And we got like. Lots of people clutching their pearls over that one back in the late 90s.
1: Yeah. Well, this is Podcast versus Everyone. (laughs) I'm Craig Powers. (laughs) With me is Jeff Neusser, and this is your UCLA Preview. Oof. Oof. Big,
0: scary Bruins. Yeah, those big, scary Bruins. The big, scary
1: baby Bears. Of which are 19-point underdogs to our Washington State Cougars. Yeah. My goodness, I I I don't know what the biggest uh, deficit or the biggest spread for WSU over UCLA ever is, but that has to be yeah. pretty dang close.
0: I mean, we're all speculating. This has got to be the biggest spread ever for WSU against an LA school. Like, that seems like a no-brainer, given uh, the history of that those uh, that particular series against those two schools.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's it's bananas, but as we'll get into it over the next 30 to 40 minutes it makes sense
0: yeah and ucla also has the distinction of being maybe the school that our players have talked the most shit about over the years
1: yes i i would say so and then i mean if you look at the all-time record i think it's like 20 and 40 it's a lot better than against uh usc obviously usc's had a way better program than ucla Um, but, uh, but I think even, even recent history, uh, wolf years accepted, uh, there's quite a, you know, WSC's actually played UCLA pretty damn good, pretty damn well. Like, uh, Bill Doba beat UCLA, um, and, uh, we beat UCLA in the good years and, uh, we, you know, it's just, uh, it's, and recently last two games, two times we faced UCLA victories uh, including that dramatic one in uh in yeah. 2015 and then that rain soaked one that looked closer than it actually was in 2016 yeah or 2017 whatever year that was 2016 yep. probably um, but, way, yeah, so, but, but yeah so but yeah it's it hasn't felt like well even, and it's felt like you know we've been it's been unfortunate that the last 2 years that we've missed UCLA yes. even though we damn near should have, well we should have beaten USC twice. Um but uh but you know it's it's now that U- UCLA is that program, they're they're just not in a good place, you know, which which is kinda of surprising to me. Um given like their recruiting is has still been good this year so far, not so good. But up until now, uh top twenty recruiting, top fifteen recruiting classes every year. Um you know, Jim Moore was generally in that range and, and uh, so, you, you'd think they'd have the talent to just at least be mediocre, but last year and this year, they were just objectively bad.
0: Yeah, their their recruiting class last year wasn't that good, though, either. Um, I'm looking it up real quick.
1: I saw his 19th on, um, Let's on see. 247 Sports, 19th rated. Do, 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 Fourth do, in do. Pac-12.
0: So that may have been the 2018 class because the 2019 class was rated sixth Um, they only signed 21 kids they didn't take a full class Um, and they only had one four-star kid out of that class so yeah it's like his his first class was small his second class was small i think i saw I think I saw somewhere that he has only something like 75 kids on scholarship or something like yeah, that. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. I don't I know if that's, that's right. true or not because no, nobody ever really
1: knows. But Which is about, uh, what, 13 less than, I think 88 is yeah, the... It's 85. 85 is the max. Yet, yeah, 80, so... so 85. But yeah, so that's surprising, you know. I don't... Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, it, it doesn't make sense. I don't. But I still think they're just based on what they have on on scholarship they
0: I they mean, should be better than they, they should are. be better than like that's are. not a that that's not really something that's debatable but
1: that's kind of like a a historical like historically how ucla has been like they don't typically live up to the players they have on their roster
0: well like leon bender said they go to westwood and they get soft
1: well yeah and and, and uh like uh uh you know get gabe marks um, talking about them being fake tough guys with Jim Moore, it was peak. It was like peak that was UCLA. peak fake.
0: That was peak
1: UCLA. Just like look wearing black yeah. to look tough. We're so
0: tough. We. Um, I want a bunch of dirt bags.
1: Yeah, and just taking shots at Luke Fox's head. And yeah, you know, just fake tough guys all around. Yeah, um, you know, we have a lot of SoCal kids, and they love playing UCLA. Yeah, um, they love playing USC. Um, I think. It's actually because, you know, under under Wolf, they've they focused more on the Bay Area and like Fresno area. Yep. And but, you know, immediately under Leach, they have kind of refocused back to SoCal. Yeah. And, they and, they and,
0: seem to have spread out a little bit in the last yeah. couple of years. But yeah, still, that's Southern California is always going to be the foundation, you know, for any any Pac-12 school that excels. They're going to be the foundation is going to be kids that they get from Southern California so
1: so yeah and, and so that means and our guys generally are from socal but didn't get offers from usc and ucla yep. so they love playing those two schools yep you know that's the schools they grew up watching and then they didn't get an offer from them and now they can go beat them you yep. know so they love sticking um, it to them yeah so that, that's you know i think that's why probably uh you know ucla has gotten nipped by wsu more than it thinks it should um and probably why they get nipped by a lot of teams <laughs> More yeah than they think they should um also yeah i just think I, I think there's there's uh there's some truth to what bender said like i they're a little soft in socal they might expect have expectations for what they deserve but but anyways so let's let's uh let's get into this game yeah um into why WSU is 19 point favorites bill Connolly's bill Connolly's sp plus has them at. Uh, seventeen point favorites, so no matter how you slice it, WC yeah. big favors here, big favorites here. Um, so just a general overview. Uh, UCLA is uh, let's see, sixty second on deep, so they are seventy eighth overall in SP plus eighty seventh on offense, sixty second on defense. Um, once we get into some of the stats, uh, it's kind of surprising that they're even eighty seventh, but then given they've played actually some surprisingly good defenses so far. Um and uh um and then WSU took a little bit of hit on their defense after Houston. So they dropped to 66th from I believe they were sixty second before, but they're still there at twelfth on offense. Uh so they're still cooking with an elite offense there. Um yeah so the, so you just look at those numbers and obviously WSU you see why they're um has the advantage and and but let's get into uh, UCLA's offense. Um, one of the one of the first things I noticed, you know, because you and I both look at yards per play quite a bit. Um, it's kind of a quick and dirty metric. There's obviously other things that impact a game, but it's kind of a quick and dirty metric to kind of see like the the if you break it down to the core of what's successful in football, it's how well you move against the other team or how well you prevent the other team from moving. Yep, and. Uh, UCLA is dead last in the entire FBS in yards per play.
0: Which is absolutely bizarre. Yeah. Like, I mean, they've played a somewhat tough schedule. Well, uh, so
1: San Diego State actually in uh, SB Plus, their defense I believe is sixth.
0: Yeah, they've had a strong defense there for a few years And now. then
1: Cincinnati generally has a pretty strong D um, but yeah, but still, th- but still like four, 4.1 yards per play. This
0: is, this is Chip Kelly. This is, you know, the, the inventor of, you know, the Oregon offense that, you know, just annihilated everyone. um, And yet <laughs> nothing. And uh, there was an interesting story in the LA times, you know, just kind of talking about how he, he was pushing back against this notion, like about why they don't look more like they used to look like at Oregon but you know, and he's like, football changes, football evolves. I don't know why you guys are asking me that. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, yes, that might be true. However, what you are doing bears no resemblance to what you did at Oregon. Like, it's it's pretty it's pretty wild. They play super slow. Um, you know, obviously they they incorporate uh, some RPOs and things like that. Not that RPOs were in vogue back when he was at Oregon, but. You know they don't play at the breakneck pace. That's sort of the the big defining thing that that they don't do. Um, and they just look sort of lost. They they you know I was I was watching the UCLA uh, Oklahoma game today. I, I watched most of the Cincinnati game when it happened. Um, right. And they just look like a they they look like a young team that that didn't quite know what they were doing they made some um they, they really didn't get beat that badly in that game they just had some really devastating turnovers and um you know they just they just sort of look like a, an opening game um but then to go out and and really you know get uh handled pretty good by san diego state and not that, you know, obviously they should have been able to hang with Oklahoma. Oklahoma's really, really, really good. I mean, there's I mean, there's a reasonable chance Oklahoma might be the best team in the country. I mean, that's when we're talking about the best teams in the country, it's Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma, and, and maybe Georgia, right? And so, like, I mean, they're very, very good. They're a cut above, but still, you know, UCLA looked like they just were lost. And you know I don't know how you go any direction with that other than coaching and I know that you know it takes time to turn stuff around and whatever but man when you're when you take over and you're worse in your second year than your first that's usually a pretty bad sign and then when the thing that you're known for (laughs) is terrible you know, their offense is, is, is easily the weaker of the two units. That's the part where you just kind of shake your head and go, you know, like, what is Chip Kelly doing?
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's like once I was, digging, I knew it was going to look bad when I dig in the numbers, but like, it's, it's a lot worse. And I, it's bad, bad. And and there's the context of playing two good defenses and an Oklahoma defense is probably better than uh, it's getting credit for right now. It probably has improved. You know, we were kind of suspect on it, but I think they're, probably a lot better than they were last year um but i still it's just just to not even be able to move the ball uh and not even be able to run the ball very effectively either and that's chip kelly's thing that's that's what made him good at yeah at at oregon was running the ball if you know the the quick quick pace and just running the ball with these athletic offensive linemen and just pounding people out pounding people into the ground and people like these lightning click drives that were like seven rushes, you know, like yeah. it, 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 that was him. And, and now, and they're still running the ball more than they pass the ball. Um, he's still on that. Like he's still rushing focused, but man, oh man, they have not ran the ball very well. They, so, so obviously the, uh, with, with sacks with sacks involved it's 105 carries for 234 yards i think they have they've given up nine sacks which is quite a lot considering they've only uh, have 87 pass attempts um, so you're looking at a sack every 10 drop backs or so yeah that's um, bad that is really bad um, i think if <laughs> wsu did that begin up six yeah. sacks a game which you know cut yeah. maybe early in Leach's tenure that happened a lot but um mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah. So uh, I think they have they've given up nine sacks for roughly ninety yards. So you're looking at even even if you put take that out of it, they're they're not running the ball that well. They don't have any particular rusher that has been all that successful to, uh, in against. So they they didn't have their top rusher Joshua Kelly, who had a very good season last year, five and a half yards of carry, twelve hundred plus yards, twelve touchdowns. He was out for the first game. And he has really struggled to get back in it. The second game, he's thirty-three carries, one hundred and four yards. That's it through the first two games. I think we'll see him get the ball a lot more. They it was so desperate for them. They put their uh, wide. They put a wide receiver at running back. The first game, I gave him twenty-three carries like that's bad and like that was Demetric felton and so he's still gotten some carries in the next couple games but it was only five against uh oklahoma but he did go for 65 on that and he is averaging 13 yards a catch i think felton's probably your explosive guy to worry about really the only one i've truly seen um but kelly um i would expect him to be kind of getting back into it a little more um it depends on how the well they block honestly but um the, the one thing that gives me a little pause is that they're going to run the ball more. And we saw with Houston, they were able to kind of chew clock and limit possessions, particularly in the first half. And and we saw that with uh, Northern Colorado as well for at times. Um, so I'm guessing that UCLA is going to do the, try to do the same. Um, so are you worried at all that UCLA could kind of keep it close by just you know kind of churning out some like third and twos and and going down the field and uh keeping the clock rolling i'm not particularly worried about that
0: but i will say that if that happens then i will probably start to be like okay maybe we have a problem (laughs) like like uh, you know obviously i wrote on monday or tuesday or whenever it came out uh about you know just kind of being on schedule right okay so they you know they 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 weren't great against the rush in the second game in the third game they were not good in the first half and i think how not good they were in the first half was even overstated a little bit right because the first two drives were sort of grinding drives Mm -hmm. it was really only the third drive that was sort of like you know explosive run after explosive run um, and then, of course, the last drive that, that Houston had when I, I think the defense sort of let off the gas a little bit. I think they anticipated that Houston was going to go ahead and throw the ball, and then they didn't. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, no, they're just going to keep running. And then they were breaking off, you know, 10-yard runs. But um, if we don't come out in the first half of this one, controlling the line of scrimmage i think i'll be concerned because ucla does not i think do anything that should frighten us or that should give us a particular amount of problem i mean i think uh you know when we kind of look at the whole package of houston uh you know derek king is, is a better running quarterback than thompson robinson uh you know the running backs were better at houston dana holgerson's a better offensive mind than chip kelly at this point i mean i just think that there's you know whatever uh you know advantages houston had. and then you know now you're you're three games deep right like i mean i don't think they're pulling any tricks out of their bag anymore um i think houston may have done some things that i mean i'm obviously no coach but i think houston may have done some things you know thrown in some wrinkles things like that you know that you can do particularly when you know they played their second game against you know a pretty terrible opponent um, you know there was a sense I think the you know the Houston guy that Michael had on his show said that maybe there was a sense that they were kind of holding some things back um you know i mean ucla hasn't held anything back like like they tried to win that cincinnati game i presume they tried to win the san diego state game and uh you know i presume they they did sort of whatever they could against ucla to to do or against oklahoma i mean to 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 move the ball and so i i I don't anticipate there will be any wrinkles you know i think that uh they will be able to now Maybe they will do kind of what you're saying where they're going three yards, three yards, four yards, you know, three yards, three yards, four right. yards over and over again. And that's certainly possible. Um, but, you know, I, I think the defense is well positioned to to hold that running game uh, in check and, and really have sort of the dominant uh, defensive performance out of the gate that I think our fans are clamoring for.
1: So you you so you're thinking this will be a, a dominant looking performance.
0: I think so. Like, I mean, wait, I think what's
1: so. What's the like? What's a let's just say what's a point total? If, if all all things remaining, you know, regular, not not any pick sixes or anything, sure. but like from like, from the defensive end.
0: From the defensive end, you know, I, I mean, UCLA's put up 14 points in three straight games, so 14 or less, something like that.
1: All right, I'm, I'm probably leaning towards they. They probably they might get an extra scoring drive in there on us. And, and be more around 21, but
0: it's possible.
1: And I do think there's just given, um, I think Josh Kelly's like, I just feel like he, third game back, he'll be a little tougher. Um, I, I, you know, I'm there. I, I just, uh, you know, I, I just, I'm not like, I'm not sold on the defense that, that I don't, I'm not sold on the defense being able to shut down any sort of, um, Sim like you know any sort of uh peer level team like sure. completely like that sure you know houston got 24 uh obviously there i I think there'll be more possessions in this game than there was in that houston game um but i i i don't know it's it's just i i just have this feeling like ucla is gonna score a little bit more than we think but um like it, like it's I, I don't know why i just i just think that yeah they scored 14 in the first two games but um i don't think our defense is as good as any of the three teams they've played so it's far It's possible. Um so uh i i think maybe they get that 21 but um yeah so um we can i i sw- one thing that has me less worried though you know when i'm i'm going back and forth with this analysis cuz we know that Houston only put up 24 um but there were you know there and and uh like you said uh Derek King uh is was that quarterback that gave WSU fans fits but and WSU fits at times in that game but Durian Durian Thompson Robinson is particularly not the runner like you said that he is at all like he you know taking out the sacks he's still only he's rushed 22 times for 45 yards so yeah. he's, he's not mostly just running to escape pressure i'm assuming yeah um and uh and there, there's going to be pressure on him i i actually okay so i'll be a little concerned if we don't get pressure on him when he drops back to pass because it nine sacks in three games uh and i mean yeah. i'm gonna guess the a, ball when you are only throwing the how ball how many attempts do they 87 87 attempts, attempts. <laughs> so he goes 96 dropbacks. i mean and plus like Ninety-six dropbacks. I'm guessing a lot of his runs are escaping pressure. Yeah. Given that he given that they're very low uh you know, low yards per carry. Right. Like right. he's probably just trying to get out of bounds or whatever. Yeah. Um yeah, so it's uh it's um yeah, he's not that dynamic quarterback. And nope. they don't have a dynamic receiver on the level of what's his name, Stevenson for yep. for uh Houston. Uh they don't um, they are probably similarly, th- their best player is probably Kelly and he hasn't shown much this year yet. Um, and I think Felton, um, is probably up there too, but so Felton who they had a running back for 23 carries in the first game is actually leading the team in receptions, yards, like everything. Um, if you want to, if, if you're a Kook fan, you want something to be worried about, uh, they do have a big old tight end. Um, let me get, let me bring So a big old tight end and Devin Nassiasi, however you say his name. Um, so Close he's enough. like, he's six three two sixty. Um, obviously we don't have anyone on defense that can body him up. Um, so y- if you want something to worry about, you can worry about that. Um, he's decently talented, you know, he's got 16 yards of catch. So, um, decently explosive, decently talented, but really there, there aren't a lot of guys on that scare me. So. Really, my my belief in um, them putting up more points than they've put up in the last couple games is not entirely founded other than maybe I'm still a little skeptical on what what our defense can do.
0: And that's fair. I mean, that's, you know, there, there's nothing about that where you kind of go, you know, I, I, like I we haven't seen anything that makes you think that they could put together a, like a dominant performance, you
1: know? Yeah. I That's tend the thing. To... I'm I'm not I'm not super worried about this like going awry on defense. Yeah. Like I I... I I can see it going maybe people uh it going worse a little bit worse than you would hope, but I right. just don't see it going completely off the rails.
0: I tend to think we're going to be strong out of the gate. If there's if they do you know if UCLA does end up scoring in the you know the three touchdown range. Um, I tend to think that maybe there will be like a little, you know, third quarter lull or maybe there's, you know, a little fourth bit of quarter. a yeah, fourth quarter, like, you know, yeah. they tack on 10 points or something Which, like that. Which, you know, that. that's
1: happened A WSU, gave a garbage time touchdown to Northern Colorado, gave up a garbage time touchdown to Houston. Uh, Houston so yep. um, that could very well happen. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I, you know, I, like I said, I, I think everyone would feel much better if they could come out of the gate firing, looking good um, looking sort of ready for Utah um, and not not sort of having a, more of a difficult time with UCLA than anybody else has had.
1: Well, and, and I think the crowd is going to be there for that. Like the crowd, yes. it's going to be a hype. Crowd's it's a, gonna it's be a sellout. People are going to yep. be hyped, I think. Yep. I, I think WSU has done a sufficient job building up. Yep. And it's UCLA, so even if they're bad, like people. Are hyped to it's still a brand name and it, right that you can play. I mean that's why WSU made it the all anthracite game. Like you know it's early in the season, the weather's good, all yeah. that stuff. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun. People will be nice and lubricated for that seven thirty start. Yes, they will. Um, so yeah, but let's let's uh, let's talk about the as always the fun side of the ball now. Yeah, well um, let's we uh, have... let's take a commercial break first. Yeah,
0: yeah, and then we'll come back.
1: And we're back. Alright, man. Uh I have a I have a fun stat for you. Yeah. Hit me. UCLA thus far this season, ten at UCLA's defense, ten and a half yards per pass attempt.
0: <laughs> I feel like I should be doing that uh, dastardly laugh that I did in that uh, other podcast.
1: Whoa, <laughs> right, like And that's against against our boy uh Anthony Gordon, who's still up there at ten point nine yards yeah. per attempt, yeah, actually, I think raised his yards per attempt against Houston. Um, so yeah, he's still crushing the world, and we got a so we got a UCLA defense that really what they're de- they're you know they're decent like at SP Plus has them at sixty second, but really what they're good at has been stopping the run or you know mm-hmm. better at against the pass you know not so much yeah now all three of their opponents have been over nine yards uh a pass um Oklahoma was at 13 over 13 yards a pass yeah obviously uh I wouldn't expect us to touch that number just because Oklahoma has that threat of the run and and you know that different sort of things that Jalen Hurts can do uh but 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 uh yeah like I just I, it, this just seems like a an, another pat, like another yeah. pass defense. Like here's another pass.
0: stat that'll blow your mind. Okay, so Cincinnati and San Diego State both have played UCLA, right? right. One third of their games have come against UCLA's terrible pass defense, and those two teams are 93rd and 110th in passing yards per game. <laughs> So like these are two teams that got the benefit of playing UCLA and also are among like the bottom, you know, 20% of teams in terms of, uh, in terms of throwing the ball. So, so there, it's not just that they yeah. are, and it's, and by the way, it's not just a yardage thing. I mean, San Diego States, uh, their passer rating is 119.5, which is a very, very low number for college uh and i think uh hang on cincinnati cincinnati's 129.24 so they're bad also so it's not like it's just they're not throwing it very much they're really just not throwing it very efficiently either
1: yeah san diego state was 23 of 31 293 against ucla yeah and (laughs) uh cincinnati was 18 of 26 for 242 and these are teams I don't necessarily want to run the ball a lot uh i or, or mean pass the ball a lot because they, they're, yeah. they're they're not particularly good at it yeah and they're still putting up nine yards a pass which <laughs> is a lot a of lot per pass. a lot a lot like it's um that's you know if, if if gordon continues on this and finishes the season over nine yards a pass and he's having one of the greatest yeah one of the greatest seasons ever, ever yeah yeah like so it's It's, uh, it's crazy. Um, yeah, I just, I didn't, I didn't expect to see this in like from them, but it's just, um, yeah, they, 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 they're pressure wise. They have four sacks on the season. Um, half of those came against San Diego state, I think. Um, so I'm not, I'm not too worried about pressure on Gordon. Um, and obviously I'm not too worried about our receivers getting open. Especially with the emergence of Brandon Arcanado just being open, whenever <laughs> Gordon needs him to be. Yeah,
0: pretty much all the time, right?
1: Yeah, like so. I don't know. You know, maybe he's benefiting from the fact that you know he's got Travell Harris and Renard Bell and and Desmond Patton, Esop Winston, Tay Martin, who may or, you know who may or may or may not play, and uh, you know, uh, Roderick Fisher, just kind of taking up attention but uh he's he's just always been there he's been extremely reliable once again a hundred yard game um yeah i don't know it, se- it seems like uh it seems like houston tried to focus on on the outside receivers more particularly yeah. patman and esop um but they, they still both had long touch chance yeah they and uh particularly patman i when he came in the game i feel like they focused on him quite a bit um because he was double covered when he caught that touchdown but he had beaten both men the safety and the corner but um but yeah it it, it I don't know what like it's I, I it's kind of funny that maybe Patman has attracted that attention uh probably because of his physical like just appearance I mean he's he's I think he's our best receiver but like the drop from him to Aesop is like uh, almost indistinguishable because if you look at the season that Aesop is having, it's insane. Um, he's already got four touchdown catches and so it's just, it's, it's crazy. I don't, I don't know if UCLA will do that same thing. They'll focus on one player and as it doesn't seem like that's going to impact Gordon in any way whatsoever. Um, he's just going to throw to the guy who's open. Um, And he likes to throw the guy who's open downfield as well, which is nice. That's how you get ten point nine. So yeah, man, I'm thinking, I'm thinking some big numbers again for Anthony Gordon here, four hundred plus, four or five touchdowns again.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that like you, it's hard to come up with a reason why he wouldn't, right? Like, you know, about the about the best reason I could think of why he wouldn't is, oh. He can't throw for four hundred yards every game, can he? (laughs) Like, like that's it's gonna stop at some point, right? I mean, you know, Utah's probably where that ends, just because you know Utah's defense is good, and and that's that's another game where uh, where possessions might really actually be limited. So you know, whatever. But um, it's hard to find reasons why this would be the game. Where he maybe has a bit of an off game, you know, barring like some sort of you know bizarre weather event or something, which uh, I presume there's nothing like that heading towards. Yeah, it's towards not Poland.
1: looking not looking like that's happening. Look, it'll, yeah. it'll be about you know high fifties. Uh, no, not much wind. Yeah, uh, so no precipitation.
0: Uh, you know this this strikes me as the kind of game. Just again from watching ucla you know as i said they just don't look very well coached and you know the as you know when i'm watching them i'm just thinking like this is the kind of game where uh you know that maybe looks a little different than Houston where like you you referenced Arcanado where we just sort of peppered the middle of the field because you know Houston seemed to be at least I'm presuming right I'm not I'm no scheme expert but it's like you know if if Gordon is repeatedly throwing to the middle of the field I I presume that's because Houston is doing something to try and you know out leverage them on the outside so that's where the ball's going right uh you know UCLA just doesn't look like a team that can execute that sort of thing. And so I imagine the ball is going to be flying everywhere. And it also strikes me as the kind of game where you could have, you know, two or three pretty long plays because UCLA botched a thing, right? Like where, you know, somebody's running free that's not supposed to run free and they break off a 50-yard or 60-yard touchdown, you know, or Max Borgie. Maybe there's a couple of missed tackles and then – uh, you know, somebody has over-pursued and Borgie breaks off a 50-yard touchdown. You know, I mean, something like that. And, and maybe multiple, somethings like that. Um, I, I think there's a, a a pretty reasonable chance that this game just just sort of looks like that where you just kind of look at UCLA and go, you know, that is a team that's that's a total mess. And, and I think if you can, uh, I think this is a narrative that's going around a little bit right now, but I'm buying it. It's the idea that, you know, if you can get out by a couple of touchdowns, I mean, they really, really might just roll over and that might be it. So, you know, if you, if you don't let them hang around, um, you know, I mean, and we saw this however many times in the Wolf years, right? Like, you know, you maybe if they could just hang around for a half or something, I mean, they obviously didn't have the talent to finish anything off. But there were times where it was like, ah, they're hanging around a little. And then there were other times where it was like, bang, bang, down by two touchdowns, and that was it. Like, it was done. So I I think UCLA's in a position where if we can go, bang, bang, touchdown, touchdown. um, And they don't even have to be like, bang, bang, like quick scores. Just, you know, score on your first two drives. Keep them out of the end zone on the first two drives. And they literally might just fall apart.
1: If you were were Leach, if you were the coach, would you and you won the toss? Would you pick defense or offense? Offense. So even even with you know the crowd's gonna be hyped and screaming yep. and yelling.
0: Yep. Yep. I want to score. I score points, son. I want scores. I want touchdowns.
1: Yeah, I think that's I think that's typically what you want to do when you're the uh, the team that is better. Yeah. Um, just get try to get that early lead and 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 bury any hope.
0: Particularly if you think you're playing a team that might just quit if you can do that so yeah yep. i like the idea of trying to score first and kind of keeping that pressure on the other team and i know the crowd's going to be hype and all that stuff but um they'll be hype for the second drive too so
1: well yeah it's pretty funny it's not going to be like the level of the game day game against oregon last year but it was crazy how hyped the crowd was after Minchu threw an interception. Yeah. Like it is like came out. Yep. Were... I was
0: actually just thinking of that as I was saying that, that, yeah. that was a game where we had the ball first, but didn't yeah. score, and then people were still, you know, going bonkers. But I think
1: the students, you know, as we've talked about the last for the first two games, we were playing no one, nothing opponents, and they they've filled the student section and they've come out and they've yelled and screamed, and they've been loud. Um, I think they'll be out there and they'll be hyped the first game. It'll look very strange if people actually do wear a bunch of anthracite. Yeah. Like I've got my anthracite ready to go, but okay. that'll, that'll look a kind of a, we'll have this little grayscale scale um, crowd. Uh, <laughs> With they, little
0: flecks of crimson and white sort of, you know, sticking out off the sweatshirts or whatever.
1: Yeah. I saw the two, uh, uh, t- they're giving away 10,000 t-shirts, but honestly it's not, it's not really going to be t-shirt. Weather. Like you can, yeah, I mean, I don't, if if I have the chance to wear a hoodie, I wear it all the time because I love wearing yeah. a hoodie. Like if yeah. I'm like 55 degrees, I'm wearing that hoodie. Yeah. Uh, I want to, um, but uh, you know the students. So I'm guessing most of the student those shirts will end up in the hands of the students anyway. Yeah, um, and
0: they'll they'll wear shirts because
1: you know whatever, whatever. Yeah,
0: <laughs> they don't care.
1: Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so it it should be fun. Should yeah. be a a, a fun uh, fun day in Pullman. Yeah. Um I'm. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to beating LA and uh yeah, I just uh I just you know, UCLA is just not looking great right now. Um and we're looking pretty damn good. So yeah. Um so Jeff, uh score prediction.
0: I'm gonna go forty five to thirteen.
1: Ooh. Total. Just crushing that spread. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go to cover as well, but I'm going to go 42-21. Yeah, that's good.
0: I know Vegas seems to sort of have us pegged a little better this year.
1: Yeah, we're not fooling anyone (laughs) anymore.
0: We've lost two in a row against the spread, so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And because of late touchdowns. I I know. know. Stupid late touchdowns.
0: Yeah. I know um, I got a question on Twitter from someone because I wrote my, my Monday column and said, you know, hey, if you leave off the last drive by Houston, this is what the stats look like. And the person was like, well, why'd you leave the last drive off? It's not like it was garbage time. And I was like, eh. <laughs> it kind of was. You know, it's like maybe it wasn't strictly garbage time. It wasn't time. strictly
1: garbage time, I'm sure. Like, but, you know, there were three not. minutes
0: left in the game and we were up by two touchdowns. So, you know, whatever, I guess. But, yeah. <laughs> finish we need four quarters craig complete yeah. game complete game let's go
1: well if we if then that wouldn't have uh taken away that touchdown from our boy max and maybe uh yeah
0: a... then we would have won by like four touchdowns exactly you know butterfly, momentum. Baby. that's some butterfly effect shit
1: yeah exactly yeah all right all man right. we're feeling good yeah another looking looking to move to four and we want that we, we, yep. we want it to happen Yep. and i feel like it's going to happen so all right all right all right uh listen uh subscribe if you're um listening right now um go ahead and hit subscribe if you're already subscribed uh go ahead and rate us five stars leave us a little comment um we read them yeah. we read them we do read them even the bad ones yeah and go ahead and send us questions uh podcast versus everyone at gmail.com yep or uh at pod versus everyone at twitter.com mm-hmm. or at craig the craig powers uh on twitter um so yeah just uh yeah just we've gotten a few emails lately um maybe we'll have a segment where we <laughs> talk about them um but yeah so uh, go ahead and let us know what you want any any uh and uh yeah dude go kooks
0: go kooks